Hello, hello, hello. The bell has rung, and welcome once again to the Dr. Digital Podcast. Another great episode coming your way. Thanks for listening in. Let's get started. Chapter 19, Deposition Blues. Waiting for the transcript, I tried Dr. Heschel's exercise on assertiveness when she asked me to recite the interaction at Catron's reconciliation ceremony in preparation for her first Holy Communion. Where is my name? I asked the assistant principal, the lower school head. I honored the request of Catron's mother. Might I make a suggestion? Sure. Why not arrange two spaces ahead of time? I don't suppose there can be any objection. We just didn't know how to arrange the deck chairs. I smiled through my teeth. Why not place me as well? Make two places. We didn't deliberately exclude you. Thanks. For example, Ms. Diaz is a neighbor who sat with Catron in the theist family section while I sat in the back, the non-family area, during Catron's recent reconciliation ceremony. I understand the objection. Ms. Diaz is not family. The First Communion will place you and your family in a theist section while Catron's mom will have a separate Mrs. Theus area. I am on the lookout for Catron. I saw Anne pick her up at Selena's and pull down the street and into my driveway. I noted the time, 4.54 p.m. Catron was supposed to be here at 3.15. I left work early to see her. I got the mail, Daddy. Here you go. And Catron handed me an official-looking document. It was return address from East Chesterfield Court. I ripped a corner open quickly, but behind her so she could not see. Catron, distracted by a bird in the yard, gave me a chance to read. My eyes fell on the page, stating, Question. What are your physical limitations at this point? Answer. No push, pull, or lift over 10 pounds. Question. And you have a daughter, Catron? Does she weigh over 10 pounds? Answer. Absolutely. Question. If you are impaired and have to curtail physical activities, including work, how do you pick up a child, carry groceries, etc.? Do you live on a first-floor apartment or up a flight of stairs? Mr. Litvin, I object to the form of the question. The witness, my partner helps, another single mom. I'm upstairs. Mr. Litvin, if I object, don't answer the question until the objection is resolved. Ms. Silver Levine, I think she can answer the question, and then we can decide whether it can be used at trial. Mr. Litvin, fine, I think she answered it. Catron jumped into my lap, so I put the manuscript down for dinner. Okay, my star and angel, dinner is ready. Here you go. No more fish sticks? No, honey. No more fish sticks. I have nutritious food for you. Cooking for you is really fun. Catron finished up, the honk came, and Catron had to go. I slit the rest of the yellow, oversized envelope open, and I read from the first page. In the Court of Common Pleas of the County of Chesterfield, Pennsylvania, Paul M. Theus Plaintiff versus Anne M. Theus Defendant. Number 99-53820. The deposition of Ann Theus taken at the offices of Chesterfield County Court Reports, 40 North Temple Street, East Chesterfield, Pennsylvania, on September 22, 2000, beginning at 3.20 p.m. Appearances. Deborah Silver Levine, Esquire, representing the plaintiff. Wilhelm J. Livid, Esquire, representing the defendant. Pat Garnish, official court reporter. By Ms. Silver Levine. Question. Mrs. Theus, you know that I'm Deborah Silver Levine and I represent your husband. Yes, I understand. Then I flipped to the clash between Deborah and Wilhelm about Anne's physical limitations. Question, how often and when do you go to the physical therapist? Answer, five days a week between 6 to 7 p.m. What do you do at physical therapy? She does lymphedema therapy. And what is that? What does she do? 
It means I cannot work. She massages my left arm and puts me in a lymphedema pump for a half hour and wraps my arm. Mrs. Theus, lymphedema is not a serious condition. This is a swollen joint. In the 1980s, Dr. Michael Foley from Germany considerably advanced lymphedema therapy. I don't know about that. Since April, this is almost six months ago, is there any test they are going to do on you to see when they can release you? I'm not sure. I haven't asked them. Now about the credit card bills. Have you removed Dr. Theus's name from them? No. But you offered to do that? Correct. Mrs. Theus, do you always intend to do what you say? Not necessarily. Well, December 1998, you indicated to Dr. Theus that it was your intention to remove his name from the credit card bills, correct? What are you referring to? A letter? Yes. That letter was not intended for Paul. It was written in therapy. Paul has taken my journal from my therapy on the suggestion of my therapist to write letters and has admitted them as evidence, some of which he has actually dated himself. Well, I'm going to show you a letter and a signature in your handwriting. A letter begins with Dear, whoever it is addressed to. Is this your letter addressed to Dear Paul? Mr. Livid. Could I have a copy, please? Miss Siller Levine. Of course. Question. Can we make a copy of this and make it an exhibit? Whereupon exhibit H-1 is marked for identification at this time. Answer. Correct. That is my handwriting and signature. And you are saying you didn't write this or you did write it? No, I wrote it. And it's your testimony that you didn't intend to do this? No, I intended to write it for my therapist. Who is your therapist? Dr. Douglas O'Flaherty. Where is he? He's in East Chesterfield. Actually, isn't he in Circleville on Finsburg Road? Yes. Mrs. Theus, is this the same Dr. O'Flaherty that Paul spoke to by phone and in person during the summer of 1998 about your overspending? Yes. Is this your signature on a note? dated 24 August 1998, promising to stop using the credit cards and overspending? Yes. Can we make a copy of this and make it an exhibit? Whereupon exhibit H-2 is marked for identification at this time. Is this your signature on a note from your mother-in-law dated October 1998 to the same effect? Yes. Can this be copied and entered as an exhibit? Whereupon exhibit H-3 is marked for identification at this time. Is it your testimony that Dr. O'Flaherty told you to write letters as therapy? He suggested to write letters to alleviate my anxiety. Did you write a letter in which you said, as of January 1st, 1999, my monies will be deposited into a separate account solely for the purpose of repaying the credit card debts. Paul's name will be removed so that he will have no legal responsibility? Uh Uh-huh. I also wrote a letter to my mother that he has indicated as evidence to people and letters to his parents, letters to my sister. Well, I'm asking about this particular letter. Well, that particular letter was probably also taken. He is in possession of my journals. One was kept in the car and one in the house. These were in the house after you left hurriedly in March 1999. Is this a journal? Yes, it was on like a small legal pad. It doesn't say anywhere here about this is a journal and this is not to go to Paul? No, none of them do. All right. Some were written on scraps of paper in my glove compartment. This wasn't written on a scrap of paper in your glove compartment, was it? No, it was not. And that is in your handwriting? Mr. Litvin. She answered affirmatively. Let's move on, Deborah. By Miss Silver Levine. Question. Fine. Throughout the marriage, your in-laws were loaning you money, were they not? No, they were not. Did you write letters to them acknowledging the loans and debt? They didn't consider it a loan at that time. Are they wealthy people? Yes, they are. How wealthy would you say they are? I have no idea. 
You got into trouble with overspending on your credit cards, didn't you? Paul and I did. Correct. You are saying he did? Absolutely. Does Paul's signature appear on any of the credit card applications? Any of the charges? No. Now, you indicated that you would be repaying them money. Is that not right? Correct. And repaying them because it was a loan? No, because I felt an obligation to pay them. So your letters of five years, beginning with one on October 11, 1993, in which you said, any extra money I'm going to put into savings to start to repay you eventually, was because you were just going to give them back the money? Correct. How much total do you say they gave you, or loaned you? Probably $23,000. And by the way, the money that went into your IRA, you got that from your mother-in-law too, didn't you? No. That was taken when I was supporting Paul, and it was from when I was working two full-time jobs while he was going to school. You mean when Paul was a full-time graduate student, and he also taught at Woodbury University, Brooks College, and Marymount Palos Verdes College? Yes. You acknowledge that your mother-in-law wrote checks to pay your credit cards? Yes. In 1993, she paid them off. Actually, 1993, 1994, and 1995. Isn't that right? Correct. And as Catron was born in 93, you are saying that they did this out of the goodness of their heart and not as loans? Correct. Did you borrow money from your insurance company in 1993? Yes. And they repaid that? Correct. So when you say that you put money into the insurance, you borrowed it back, right? Correct. And then they paid it? They paid money back to it for you? Yes. And you are saying that it was not a loan? Correct. Your in-laws put money down on a house? Yes, they purchased the house as a gift to us. After Catron was born, this was a gift or a loan? No, as a gift to us, and we paid them a monthly mortgage, if you want to call it that. Do you know how much they paid back to your insurance account? $8,000, what they repaid, yes. So you can understand why they may feel that they paid a good chunk of your debt. Mr. Livid, I object. The witness, no. Mr. Livid, if I object, don't answer the question until the objection is resolved. Miss Silver Levine, she can answer. Later on, we can determine whether it can be used at trial. Mr. Livid, consider it answered then by Miss Silver Levine. Question, of the $8,000 that you took out, was it mostly repaid by them? Yes, as far as I know. When you took out a second loan on the house, why was that? Home improvements. So just before you left in a hurry, in March of 1999, Castle Federal Credit Union loaned you more money? Correct. What other assets do you have? At the moment, I'm on long-term disability. How much do you receive from long-term disability? It varies. It depends on how much I work. I can only, they'll give me a maximum of $1,600 a month unless I work over that. Then they subtract about how much I am working from that amount. Dollar for dollar? Dollar for dollar. Why work? How long does that go on, this long-term disability? Until I'm able to work full-time. Could it go on for a year? I have no idea. Two years? I don't run the disability. What I'm asking you is this. Is there anything in your policy that limits the amount of time that you can stay on long-term disability? Not that I'm aware of. Have you asked anyone? No. Prior to receiving disability, you had been working? Yes. Full-time? Yes. What did you make working full-time? I would have to check. Well, did you file a tax return? Yes. And you don't know what you made? I don't remember. Could it be $40,000? If that's what it says, that's what I did. And you ran up bills despite the fact that you made $40,000 a year? No, these were bills that were accrued during the marital time. Do you have any other debts? Yes, I have legal fees. And you're repaying money to your mother, Harriet Doe? Yes, I have a debt to my mother. How much? 
$25,000. When did you borrow that? When in California? Yes, probably March of 1999. If you are bankrupt and can't pay the theuses, how can you claim $850 as a monthly expense for repayment of personal loan and legal fees? What do you mean? On the Statement of Financial Affairs, you made only $1,050 in payments to Harriet, your mom, over three months, and a $600 payment to your bankruptcy attorney. Yet, your monthly payments in the year are only about $500 monthly. Which is it? I don't know. More comments can be made, but this document smells to high heaven. Mr. Livid, I object. By Miss Silver Levine. Withdrawn. Question. Mrs. Theus, when you were working, you made $40,000 a year. With a loan from your mother, long-term disability payments, a home improvement loan, but paid off insurance debt, an IRA debt, and credit card debts, not to mention alimony and child support, this adds up to over $43,000 a year. You bring in more income now, don't you? Correct. After you left home for California, you moved furniture, didn't you? No, I did not. Where did it go? Into storage in Pennsylvania. How much did it cost to move the furniture? I think it was $400. A total of $400 for all the furniture? I didn't move all the furniture. Just what you wanted out of the house. No, I took what was easiest that I could get in the littlest amount of time. Who moved you? A moving company. Who was the moving company? I would have to look it up. I don't remember. Where would you look it up? in my expense files at home. When can you have that information for me? I will give it to my attorney tomorrow. Thank you. And you paid them $400? Approximately. I don't remember. You paid by check? Yes. I would like to see a copy of the check. And is there a manifest of what was removed? I don't understand the question. When they packed, did they pack you or did you pack? They packed me. Is there a list of what they moved? It's called a manifest. I don't have one. How do you know they are reliable? How did you find the moving company? I called my girlfriend and asked her. Which girlfriend would that be? Selena Diaz. So she would know what moving company that you used? I don't know if she would or not. It was a long time ago. Will you name the company? Mr. Livid. My client indicates she'll make an effort to find out the name of the moving company and she'll produce her duplicate check if she can find it by Ms. Silver Levine. Question. What is Selena Diaz's phone number? Do I have to get her involved in this? You just did. What is the moving company? I don't want her involved because you asked me a question. I had an answer. I'm asking you for her phone number. I don't want her involved in it. Can you get me the name of the moving company? I already told you that I will give it to my attorney. You get the name of the moving company. I told you I would three sentences ago, and I told you I would give it to my attorney. And a copy of the check? If I can find it, I'll give that also. I can't imagine why this marriage didn't work. Can you? This is Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. Mick, as in Jagger, except he's got more money. Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. The Doctor of Digital, like cotton candy for your ears. Deus Volt.